It's Thursday, January 5th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. With bells tolling, thousands of faithful, political leaders, and the Pope himself mourned Benedict XVI, the German theologian who made history by resigning at a rare Requiem Mass Thursday for a dead pontiff presided over by a living one. The crowd applauded as pallbearers carried Benedict's cypress coffin out of the fog-shrouded St. Peter's Basilica and rested it before the altar in the vast square outside. Pope Francis, who was wearing the crimson vestments typical of papal funerals, opened the service with a prayer and closed it an hour later by solemnly blessing the simple casket, decorated only with the former pope's coat of arms. Heads of state and royalty, clergy from around the world, Thousands of regular people flocked to the ceremony, despite Benedict's requests for simplicity and official efforts to keep the first funeral for a Pope Emeritus in modern times low-key. The Vatican said some 50,000 people attended the Mass, after some 200,000 paid their respects during the three days of public viewing. In other news, Amazon.com's layoffs will affect more than 17,000 employees, the highest reduction tally revealed in the past year at a major technology company as the industry pairs back amid economic uncertainty. The Seattle-based company in November said that it was beginning layoffs among its corporate workforce with cuts concentrated on its devices business, recruiting, and retail operations. Thousands of those cuts began last year. The rest of the cuts will bring the total number of layoffs to more than 17,000 and will be made over the coming weeks. The layoffs are concentrated in the company's corporate ranks. Amazon was one of the biggest beneficiaries of the COVID-19 pandemic as customers flocked to online shopping. When demand started to wane with customers moving back to shopping in stores, Amazon initiated a broad cost-cutting review to pare back on units that were unprofitable. In world news, Russia blamed the use of banned mobile phones by its soldiers for the deadliest known assault on Russian forces during its war with Ukraine and raised the death toll from the attack to 89 as Ukraine's president warned that the Kremlin was preparing for a new offensive in the war. The Russian defense ministry said the strike on a facility that housed its newly mobilized soldiers occurred at 12.01 a.m. local time on New Year's Day. The regiment's deputy commander was killed in the attack. The use of cell phones allowed opposing forces to pinpoint the location of Russian forces, according to a defense ministry telegram message. The move to attribute blame for the attack on the soldiers themselves came after some of the war's staunchest supporters criticized Russian military leaders for concentrating troops in an unsecure location next to stockpiles of ammunition and other military equipment. Back in the U.S., shortages of computer chips and other parts continued to hobble the U.S. auto industry last year, contributing to vehicle sales dropping 8% from 2021 to their lowest level in more than a decade. Automakers reported Wednesday that they sold 13.9 million cars, trucks, SUVs, and vans last year as the parts shortage limited factory output amid high demand for new vehicles. It was the lowest sales number since 2011 when the economy was recovering from the Great Recession. That number falls far shorter of the normal 17 million per year before the pandemic. With many models still in short supply, the average new vehicle price rose 2.5% in December to a record of just over $46,000.
and more than 500 Cuban immigrants have come ashore in the Florida Keys since the weekend, the latest in a large and increasing number who are fleeing the communist island and stretching thin U.S. border agencies both on land and at sea. More Cubans are taking the dangerous 100-mile trip, often in rickety boats, amid deepening and compounding political and economic crises at home. Since the U.S. government's new fiscal year began October 1st, about 4,200 people have been stopped at sea by the U.S. Coast Guard, or about 43 people a day. That was up from 17 per day in the previous fiscal year and just two per day during the 2020-21 fiscal year. Now you know, and you're ready to go with The Morning News. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.